Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. What is up, Micah man? I am chilling, Stevie Stacks. How are you doing today? Real quick, I'm doing fine. And real quick, let me do something real quick for, uh, to celebrate the day. Let me take this fucking mask off. <laughs> this COVID mask and throw it in the trash because Texas ain't about that no more. Abbott has officially lifted the ban. He says you, lift- you can operate at 100% and you ain't got to have on no mask. <laughs> but I have a few theories on that. <laughs> I want to hear these theories. Let me get this. I tore this mask off. So now I got stuff everywhere. But yeah, go ahead. I, I truly don't think people are going to just walk around with no mask. I think people have been scared so much and it's become a norm for a whole year. I just can't see, unless you go to Walmart or something, you go to Starbucks and target, they gonna have on masks. You know, you know what they call that, right? What's that? They're institutionalized. That too. That too. Man. <laughs> when someone comes out of prison and they can't go pee until someone tells them to go pee. <laughs> they institutionalized. What movie was that on? Oh, what movie was that on? Uh, the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Shawshank yeah. Redemption. He got out and he, he didn't know to go pee. <laughs> yeah. He had to ask for permission. Yeah. And he couldn't pee, a, couldn't pee a drop. Um, yeah. So they, the uh, Abbott lifted the ban. Uh, I mean, lifted the uh, mask. Um, you know, you have to wear masks. No, mm-hmm. Don't have to wear masks no more. He lifted the whatever that's called. Um, and businesses can operate 100%. I mean, mm-hmm. wow. That's, 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 that's kind of a shocker. I mean, I, I've, you know, I've been noticing that COVID cases have been dropping, dropping, dropping to the point where the actual, the actual media media, the ones that try to scare us all the time, mm-hmm. they actually had to say something about it because they've been dropping and dropping. They actually had to know at first they're like, well, you know, there's new, there's new strands. We're not out of the woods. They just keep dropping and plumbing and plumbing in hospitals, you know, not full. They had to say, yeah, well, cases are going down, but um, you know, that they had to admit it. I'm like, mm-hmm. and so Texas, they just needed that little boom, and all right, everything's <laughs> everything's lifted, back yeah. to business. We're back in business, and um, and so we're gonna expect a whole mo- a big uh, a bigger influ- influx of Californians and New Yorkers and everywhere else. Man, it's just gonna get even crazier over here. That's true. That's true. And I, I don't know how. Uh, it's funny. I almost had an eight-unit deal. In Dallas, and I was like, man, I was about to do it, but it just wasn't working out for me. The deal, it was like, man, they wanted you to screen every guest, which is cool because you can do that through safely. But then they were like, they wanted you to, uh, you weren't allowed to change the locks. And I'm like, man, the logistics of that just ain't worth my time. So Mm. I'm really trying to go in on branding. And if it doesn't fit my brand, I'm I'm not even about to waste my time on it anymore. All right, let me reset us real quick. This is episode 157 of your favorite Airbnb, VRBO, short-term rental, long-term rental, real estate podcast in the world, and coming at you from Arlington and Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah, land of the free, home of the brave. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. And by the way, um, speaking of Californians and New Yorkers, y'all need to make sure you're on relocatedassure.com for all the reloads coming here. And you can house those people. That's just a good plug for you. Relocate. I think reloassure.com. I'll, I'll get the one when I put it in the show notes. But uh, that's one. But another one uh, I would look into right now, too, since all the pipes are busted, all these claims adjusters coming to Texas, they need housing, too. So you need to get with the insurance company, see if you can house those claims adjusters. Uh, so quick, two, two quick gems for y'all so y'all can fill up your places. Uh, nice. Well, if you're not the ones dealing with busted pipes. But. <laughs> did you get any busted pipes from the storms um the i got two uh two actually two uh, uh two of my houses they're both fixed now but we got to do drywall repair we had to do floor repair um and then we had to it was pretty much on both of them were on the uh one was on the back of the washing machine and the other one was on um the other one was on the water heater so i did deal with that you know but Good thing they're short-term rentals. They double up the cash flow. We could pay for them. But, yeah, we had about, man, we probably had about $1,500 in unexpected expenses this month. So, 
Damn, yeah. that's in Arkansas. Ah, uh, Arkansas. Yep. Now, now, go ahead. I was going to ask if you were able to claim it on your insurance or wasn't worth it. I didn't have time to, but I'm going to see if I can now because I have the receipts for it. Um, you know, I'm going to go ahead and see if I can. Because the thing about it is with short-term rentals, sometimes, and see, and that's why I was looking at getting into the in, proper insurance. Because with regular insurance, you don't have the turnaround time mm. to just do that. You know what I mean? They got to send out an adjuster. You know, I'm like, dude, shit's broke. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I, that's why also I'd say look into proper insurance because they'll give you the turnaround time to go ahead and get it fixed and they can reimburse here's the here's the one thing i was thinking about proper when when this whole texas thing went down and everybody's houses had nobody had power nobody had you know busted pipes everywhere and all these guests because texas is huge you know the size Mm -hmm. of bigger than most countries and i was like if (laughs) texas alone would have put proper into bankruptcy if they would (laughs) if they would have had to pay out all the airbnbs in texas Mm -hmm. and and float them for a week and then reimburse them i said there's no way they could have done it you know there's no way they could have done it but not everybody has proper so depends on well depends on who's their insurance yeah yeah that's true (laughs) that's how airbnb stays alive (laughs) all i know all i know is that our freaking homeowners insurance is going to probably double next year Mm. because you remember katrina it jacked our prices up for Katrina. We don't even live nowhere near the coast. Really? Yeah, I, me- I remember that. My house is there. All the insurance went up after Katrina. <laughs> See, I, I wasn't like, living I, here then, man. I was living in Yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah, I said, what happened to my my homeowner's insurance? It's like double. And they're like, oh, you know, because of Katrina, this and that. I'm like, I don't live near the coast. He goes, yeah, but we all, you know, it, everybody's went up. So these mother lovers. Dude. We don't even live there. We got to pay for that. I'm happy you brought up Katrina and, and homeowners insurance because I went, I just went through that with my, uh, my, my place and, you know, I just finished my refi, right? And I had to get, I didn't realize, man, double check this. I didn't realize my house is in a flood zone. And so for insurance to insure it, you have to get flood insurance. It's like four G's a, a year. I'm like, mm. damn. Mm. Dang. I'm like, oh, what the f- man but they were like that's the only way we can you know finish the refi so i was like okay that's the refi on which house on the, the, the house i the, the house we rehabbed oh but it's finished God. now that's i think it was like four it was like i, I think it was like four grand so i was like man i gotta man that's i don't know it, every year shit yeah but if you'd break it down the the airbnb numbers make it work but i don't know if the long-term numbers would but i gotta double check so can you um just get rid of that insurance after your refi <laughs> No, nah, because you realize, well, you, gotta, you technically could, but if, you, <laughs> but if the place floods, do you want to have the insurance? You know, buy some I mean? sandbags, man. Come on. <laughs> and it is in the flood zone because it's right next to this little creek. So I was like, all right, I'll go ahead and break down oh, and man. pay it. So. Yeah, you might, you might want to sell that one. You might. Might be better as a flip. You know, you might be right, you know. Yeah, we took a, yeah, he got all the money back out of it. So that's good. Yeah. But, so, um, yeah, it's going to be a good show today. Uh, we had a guest that was going to come on, but they, they, they kind of, they were busy or something happened. Yeah. <laughs> they, they ended up going on vacation, which is good. He needed a vacation. But we got oh, a great right. show, man. We got a great show. One of my pipes, you know, a pipe's busted at my Hearst house. Yeah. Really? You only have the, one? Luckily, the guests were there. That that we know of, that we know of, and that that's that's the only one, because the power was out at that house for like, shit, like four days, but luckily they were there when it happened, and they called me and said, hey, we kind of got an emergency over here. <laughs> I had to rush over there, and the, you know, it's ice and snow, and was able to get the water turned off, and then um, a funny thing happened because I had a handyman come through, um, he was gonna do some tile work for me there at the at the house, right, and mm-hmm. he was gonna he was supposed to go over there the week before the freeze. He never got around to getting there. And, um, he got there, he got there like right when the, I mean, the, so the next week it was the freeze, the big, you know, deep freeze, snow and all that. He was able to get there Friday, like the tail end of it. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I'm going to do this and this, this to the tiles. Okay. That's cool. And he's like, oh, I said, he said, you could do the whole floors if you want them to all match. I, like, I said, man, I don't know if I'm going to have, you know, a lot of money for all that right now because I got some pipes I got to worry about. He goes, oh, okay. You know, I do a little plumbing too on the side. So if you need if you need a plumber, you know, and all the plumbers are booked up. Right. And I was like, uh, actually, yeah, I do. It's like, he goes, Oh really? Where at it? He goes at, at that house where you're at right now <laughs> in the back. And so he went in there, man. He, you know, he, he 
you, he had to cut through, you know, the ceiling to get to where the pipes were. And he, he did some extensive work, man. He, um, he went in there, did the cut out the ceiling, pulled apart where the wall where all the water was coming down. Cause it was all warped and everything. And, and he went in there, found the, found the problem, got the water back on, got the pipes put back together. Then in a few days, let it dry out, put it all the, the drywall, everything back together. And it looked really nice. And, mm-hmm. and he's going to do, did the tile. And I was like, oh, how much is all this going to cost me, man? He's like, uh, uh, I'd say seven hundred bucks. I was like, <laughs> "Made <laughs> out like, good, man." I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, I couldn't believe it. Just seven, man. I was like, "But he's a handyman, you know. He just he just does it on the side, you know." Mm-hmm. So, so if you get you if you find you a handyman out there, that's I mean, you know, they're they're a lot better. They 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 know a little better about everything, and they they don't try to screw you because they don't have like a bunch of employees and overhead and all that stuff. Good thing about it too, like with handymen man i handymen are so high demand right now in texas i've been watching you know those first uh we buy houses signs next to them i've been seeing handyman signs with their, their number on them i'm like damn that's but they know they're in high demand right now you gotta have that man plumbing issues right now it's through the roof mm. if you a plumber right now man I, made me yeah. want to pick up a trade <laughs> he had <laughs> he had to wait on some solder because um it was all sold out everywhere all the plumbing supplies were gone mm. you know so he had to wait on that a couple of days like the next day he was able to get some from a friend or something but all the solder was sold out at all the stores you know to solder the pipes back together yeah it's crazy they, you should they showed the lines outside the the hardware stores the oh. next day man because people had to get water back on they couldn't just yeah. wait for a plumber they had to do some some youtube fixing you know what i'm saying for real <laughs> and the thing about it is like how you said the solder was like out of um so out, out of it that's happening right now with lumber, you know, cause lumber, it takes you, I was talking to this dude cause I just sold my condo and, you know, and I was about to pick up another rehab, but I kind of like start pumping my brakes a little bit. Dude was like, by the way, you know, lumber is an eight week turnaround. I'm like, Fuck. I'm like, that's two months. <laughs> so I was like, man, hell no. Let me kind of pump my brakes on picking up properties that need like extensive work. Cause you know, this one needed expensive work. And if you got to pick up lumber, if you have an eight week turnaround time and you're sitting on hard money and you got to sit for a, Two months, man, that's, that can kill a rehab real quick. You know, mm. your holding costs go through the roof. So I was like, yeah, mm. and that, that seems like to be the same thing with plumbing right now. So, man, I, I don't know, man. It seems like if you're doing, like, picking up properties to rehab them, it's a, it's a scary time. So be careful with that one. Yeah, yeah. Go chop down some trees or something. Yeah. There's, <laughs> like, there ain't playing, man. So how's H-Town doing? Uh, H-Town is doing good, man. Um Places are booked. We kind of just had a crazy ass story two days ago. That Airbnb is in my inbox about. I hope I don't get kicked off the platform. Uh oh. What um, happened? So, this lady uh, on the 28th, she was supposed to check out. She had asked us like on the 25th. She was like, Hey, do you have any other places available? Can I extend? And we we're like, Hey, we'll look around for you. And of course, we, we didn't find anything, but we forgot to tell her, which no big deal. But the lady forgets to check out. Now, it's multiple problems here. My cleaner didn't show up till 2.30. Our cleaning window is 12 to 4. So we got to talk to the cleaner about that. But the problem is she shows up, man. The lady has all her stuff in there, right? All her mm. stuff, like a dog in there. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Right? So uh, I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, because uh, she called me. She was like, Micah, um, I couldn't reach um, Comfy, but there's a dog in here and everything's here, here. Like this woman's still here, but nobody's here. So I hit my guy up at comfort. He's like, uh, did you call her? So I sent her a message to Airbnb, nothing. Uh, so I called her nothing. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, uh, so my guy, <laughs> he's funny as hell. He was like, yo, do I need to pull up? And I'm like, I don't know what we're going to do. He's like, I'll get her stuff out of there. You know? So I'm like, oh shit. So by the time he says this and heads over there, we finally get the lady on the phone and we get her in the, in the message. She's like, oh, I asked about the um, extension. And I'm like, hey, we didn't have any places available. She's like, oh, I thought I was supposed to check out tomorrow, but I'm not going to be back in back to Houston until tomorrow morning. I'm like, oh, what the f- oh my God. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, I'm like, okay, we have somebody checking in. This guest, she asked for early check-ins. So like, we we got to get the stuff out of here. Man, my guy goes over there. <laughs> he packs up all their stuff, puts it in, puts it in his car, cooling their dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, wow. That's some boots on the ground right there. I'm like, yo, what? And so we let her know, like, hey, 
uh, she goes, I'm so sorry. I'm like, look, we're going to just put your stuff up until you can come back and get it. So she was like, oh, okay, that's fine. She was like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, okay, that's cool. So we pack her stuff up. We take it to the guy's house. It's over there. She picks it up. I think day before yesterday, she picks it up. Now she picks it up. Uh, no, she picked it up yesterday. I'm sorry. She picks it up. And I'm like, cool. I think everything's over with. Airbnb hits me up today. She's like, they were like, uh, it was the safety safety people. They're like, hey, uh, can you uh, let us know what happened? And I let them know what happened. And I was like, hey, hello, here, here's what happened. And I was like, um, I hope this didn't cause any inconvenience. But we did let her know that we'd be placing your stuff at another location. And I put everything in the Airbnb app. So it was all good. But yeah, dude, it was like, how did you? I'm talking. She's like, we're not coming back to Houston until nine in the morning. I'm like, <laughs> So we, we got it figured out, but it was like crazy. But that's just a crazy story you have to deal with every now and then. Then the lady who checked in, she was mad. And I'm like, mm. so it's like you deal with two problems. Like this problem led into this problem. You know what I mean? So, Damn. but other than that, they're pretty good. They, um, they, they've been doing well for us. Um, I'm loving it. You know, they're doing pretty well. But I think I'm more or less going to focus on bigger units if I do pick up anything. Two bedroom minimum. Mm. At the minimum, it has to be two bedrooms. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So good thing it wasn't a pit bull dog. <laughs> I forgot what kind of dog it was too, man. It was, it was real funny. But how, now how's your Houston, near Dallas and uh, Fort Worth units doing? Fort Worth booked all the way still through April, May. Yeah, all the way through May. Good. And then we got a travel nurse in there. And then um, let me see. We got one on Lover's Lane. That one's booked out three months. And then we got one, the... The ones I'm talking about the ones with Federico. So so um my two with local, they're doing pretty good now. They're actually they're picking up a lot. Mm-hmm. And um and then the the ones with Federico, we got the Lovers Lane one that's booked out three months. We got another one that's off of um it's off Meadow Park over there, off seventy five in Meadow, mm-hmm. which is uh, you know, kind of close to Lovers, a little up from there. And um and that one I just signed the lease. I just, you know, the first of the first day, but I already had already had a three month renter for it. <laughs> so, so what I did with that, because I was in talks with to get that one. And then all of a sudden the travel nurse hit me up wanting to rent the one on lovers, you know, because mm-hmm. it was really nice. And um I told him I told her it's already booked, but you know, I have this other one that we're working on right now. And I, then I just grabbed the pictures from Zillow and sent them to <laughs> sent them to her. Right? I, yeah, I wasn't gonna send her the address or nothing, because then she might find it on Zillow. But anyways, I, I sent her all that stuff and um Oh yeah, yeah, I like it. It's it's really beautiful. I, I want to rent it. And I say, like, she's like, "What do I do?" I was like, "Oh, you can just sign a lease with me." Blah blah. And so I sent her the lease, and she signed it, and everything. Sent me the money, and then um, <laughs> I called that dude. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and get the place. And <laughs> he's like, oh, "Okay, cool." And then, was it already furnished? It was the fully furnished one. Yeah, Ooh, fully furnished. Cool. That's what I've been I've been I've been doing now. That's my new strategy. So it's fully furnished. She moves it on the sixth, actually, but. It, so I finalized the, le- the lease with him, you know, and I'm running it at $1,600 a month, fully furnished, everything, internet included, everything, and um, all bills paid. And so, and then I instantly rented it out for, for three months for, um, for 2000 a month, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't asking the moon for it because I just, I was like, I'm happy to get yeah. someone in there right away, you know, and we have zero costs going in. That's good. And um, so <laughs> it was like, I, it's funny because I signed her to a lease with me before I even had a lease signed yeah myself you know what i'm saying and it's just um so i like i like doing that i like having for sure money coming in before i even sign a lease so i got the lease signed with him and um then we're getting another one that'll be the f- number four we just got it's it's um it's over there by parkland hospital mm-hmm. it's like some some townhomes right there and as of course i'm having great luck with the mom and pops you know because yeah. the mom and pop owners instead of the apartment complexes so they're really nice condos place. Yeah, condos, townhomes, stuff like that. Okay, yeah. so you're not doing Airbnb at all? No, I'm doing um, travel like corporate. nurses. It's corporate. Uh, we, we really like that model, you know, me and Federico. We like. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny how, how things, you know, show up when you write them down, right? Because mm-hmm. we had these leases and we're booked out all the way through May and June. And I was, he's like, hey, could you, you know, send me the, send me the start dates and the end dates. I'm, I'm going to make a spreadsheet. I was like, oh, okay. So I wrote down, you know, you know, who's, who's staying where and then what the links are. I was like, I was like, damn, we don't have to worry about nobody all the way till almost June, you know, all the places like this is better than Airbnb. This is, 
this is guaranteed money with zero work. You know, we just throw them in there and we don't have to do nothing. We have to worry about cleaners and turnovers and all this bullshit. I was like, what are we doing? Let's just do corporate. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's what we're, we're, we're switching our model to, you know, kind of like a pivot a little bit. And we're just going to try to just put corporate people in there. Even if we're making 200, or even if we're making 500 less a month, it's still doing zero fucking work. Mm-hmm. And, 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 I, and I like that. And I was like, we, imagine how you can scale doing that. Lock people in these long leases and get the next one. Lock people in long leases, get the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you said, just, just mentioned a minute ago, Airbnb can be a freaking pain in the ass sometimes. For real. <laughs> Especially but, if you don't got you know, the cleaners and stuff. And the problem is the lady who was checking in, she's staying for a month and a half. So I'm like, fuck. Mm. So, yeah. But I, I'm, I'm with you. I like the longer leases. Like, I've been getting longer ones through Airbnb, through my direct booking website, but I've also been getting longer ones because of uh, I got a little marketing strategy off of furnished finder that has not been failing man I, uh if people say no on furnished finder well we'll send them a message on furnished finder but i've been just adding them to my mailchimp and we send 30 day every 30 days they send a message out to them and i got my administrative assistant that's what she's gonna start off doing so oh, okay yeah man. it's been working good oh yeah, yeah yeah so we got that going on so the longer leases are definitely the play uh go longer leases if you can um I push for longer all day because right now we just I think my two places in Arkansas they just came up and I think on March 7th somebody checks in for three months and on my place in Jacksonville somebody's about to check in for four months so yeah those long terms then you only got a few places that you need to Airbnb until you find another long-term person Mm. yeah Yeah, now are you allowed to Airbnb those uh the lovers we are um now the the one that's the the one off of meadow they say the hoa is not you know they don't allow it or whatever mm-hmm. and um but people do it kind of, kind of that thing you know these these other two places the same thing in the in the hoa bylaws it says you can't do it but yeah. they really don't check or whatever uh-huh. but i really don't i really i really want to get away from from airbnb i really i really like this the, this model we're going at i know we could if we wanted to no i mean but, like for how is so i mean like your marketing's off the chain then if you can just keep it booked long term, or are y'all having like y'all? I mean, like Airbnb or short term rent during vacancies. <clears throat> we always add that in there that we could do that, you know. But, mm-hmm. but like I said, um, I'd rather I'd rather lock in someone long, you know, right after the other one leaves, another long term renter gets it right away, you know. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm aiming for. Ooh, what's y'all marketing and, strategy? Well, actually, uh, Furnish Finder and Facebook and Facebook Marketplace. Okay. That's what that's what we've been. Yeah, we just been hammering on there. And and well, the crazy thing is, it, what's cool is like we have a unit in in Dallas. You know, we have units in Dallas and, and, and one in Fort Worth. But but just on those, people just keep hitting us up, hitting us up for those, even though they're already rented, which is a great bouncing off point for our yeah. other units. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I'm almost tempted not to pay another hundred to put another unit on there because we already got people asking about these two, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You only pay for so, one unit in the area. Don't ever pay yeah. for one unit. Yeah. Always pay right, for one. Right. Like yeah, I, my, in Houston, I do it real. I just put a big two bedroom up there, the two bedroom. Uh-huh. I just take hits for all of it. And if they need a one bedroom, I hit take for hits for that. Hmm. Yeah. Just only pay for one. It's in, especially in the area, especially DFW. Oh, okay. That's how I did it with my Arlington. <laughs> I did some, you know, I don't know if you ever, you, ever, you know, with Furnish Finder, you have to kind of like, um, in order to switch to like change the description and all that stuff, because instead of having to get another unit, you know, pay another hundred bucks that you, what I did, because if, you, if you're going to change the, put a whole new unit, let's say I'm going to get another one in, in Dallas. This is what I did, for example, because if you get another one in Dallas, you have to put the address, but they have to verify everything that you're, you're the owner or you're the or you're the, um, you know, they, you want, they want to see some mail and it's going to take a few days before they verify you for your new, you can't just say, Hey, that one got rented out. I just want to switch out everything and, and then do this next one in, in its place without paying another hundred dollars. Right. Here's what I got around that. I, the one that got rented out was the green dream. And so I still had the address, you know, 1415 Bennett and I had the green dream on there, but I wanted to change it to the lover's lane one. But I couldn't because it won't let me change the address because that's like putting a new unit on there, right? And they have to get approval and have to pay a hundred bucks and all that. 
So what I did, I just changed out all the pictures, all the descriptions, everything. I left the same address, but on the very top, I said, you know, uh, please read carefully. The, the address of this actual unit mm-hmm. is, you know, so-and-so lover's lane. So I, so I, the old address is still on there, but it's not even that far away from there. You know what I'm saying? It, it works if it's the same area. You don't have a direct booking site? We do have a direct booking site. Yeah. So don't even do that. Just leave it how it is. They're going to request it. You're going to get the request anyway. Shoot them to the direct booking site. They choose which one they want. You ain't got to change nothing. Like, mine's one. Yeah, I just want to see. I guess this is, this is, this is why I did it. Because the, the Green Dream, you know, it's a it, you know, nice-looking condo or whatever. But there's no indoor uh, washer-dryer. There's no swimming pool. There's no, um, you know, weight, you know, gym, stuff like that. That I like the Lovers one had all that stuff. I was like, I want that one on there because that's more oh, yeah, of a, yeah, yeah. people are going to see that one. But I couldn't – the only thing is I couldn't have changed the address because I'd have to, I'd have to get another, another listing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so that's how I – a little workaround. Uh, I just said, hey, actual address is this. And if people contacted me and said, oh, by the way, you know, just make sure the actual address is here. It's, it's very close by, but it's, it's this other address. Mm. So it's just, I just wanted them to see the brand new place all decked out and, and it has all the amenities. Are you sending them the, your direct booking website through your, through your furnished finder? Um, yeah, well, we, we're, we're booking directly with them because, you know, they can, you know, you can't book through furnished finder, right? Yeah, I mean, like for branding purposes. So then, if they see Argus Rentals, like they know who yeah, yeah. Argus Rentals is. Yeah, yeah, I send them that because because yeah. a lot of them are like, you know, I've never rented off Furniture Finder. How does this work? I don't. How do I know you're not, you know, you're not a scam or something like that? I said, mm-hmm. well, here's here's our website, Argus Rentals. Here's our units. You see that one? That's it's on here too. And then here's our here's our um, Airbnb pages for those same rentals. You know, I send them all. I send them as much mm-hmm. information as I can. And you can check our calendars, our price. Go. It's it's a real we're a real company. I tell them, and that that makes them you know feel yeah. at ease. Yeah, because there you go. That's all you got to do. Because like with Furnish Finder, we just use it as a middleman gateway to push directly to our site. And by the way, what you need to do is get you a, a thirty day stay on your direct booking website. So when they click the thirty day stay, all your listings come up on Cozy, and they can just apply directly to your place on a thirty day oh. lease, thirty or more days on a lease. That's what we do. And so when they cl- they see that link, they're like, oh, they have long-term stays. And they just click it. And whatever unit they want, they click it. And if it's, it shows if it's available, and if it's available, they book it. Oh, okay. But they have to fill out a cozy thing. Yeah, that's their background check. The background check, they can do it all without you. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, it takes away a step because, yeah, that's oh, what yeah. we've been doing. We've been dealing with directly and say, okay, I'm going to send you the application. And it's cozy. Mm-hmm. I just send them the, yeah. to their just email. Yeah. If you ever, if you ever, next time you're on Cozy, it'll, when you say your active listings, it'll give you a landlord page and you send them that landlord page and it'll spray, put all your listings on there and they can just go through and click which one they want. So then what you're doing is you're kind of just, and then, you know, you can set up those automated messages on furniture. Well, not automated. You can set up pre messages on furnish finder. So whenever we go through all the leads, even if they don't match us and we just send them, Hey, here's our website. Here's our website. Here's our website. Then we just take all their personal information, put it in, put it in our text messaging plan and our mark in our uh, email plan, and we have their information. And then they get emails thirty days, Mailchimp. ninety days. Yeah. How much does Mailchimp cost? Like fifteen dollars a month. Oh, that's cheap. That's yeah, worth it's... it, huh? Hmm? That's worth yeah, it. But yeah, you gotta have to find ways to automate, 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 and then uh, if you can't automate, hire it out because that's the only part we haven't found is how to automate through Furnish Finder. So we just hire somebody just go in there, swipe everything, put it in a lead, and then just kind of use everything else as a gateway to get to our direct booking website. Um, matter of fact, we need to get Peter Francis on the website, on this podcast because, dude, his, his marketing strategy is off the chain. Like, you go to his direct booking website through your porter, and he has – as soon as they come on, they get this – big thing in their face that says, Hey, subscribe to our email list to get updates. I was like, damn, I need that. So he showed mm. me how to set it up. So I was like, Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> you, you know, it's funny. And, and, and in our industry where the, the, we always joke around about how travel nurses are notoriously cheap, mm-hmm. even though they're making a hundred dollars an hour before overtime. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no, but we love you travel nurses. Y'all are the best. Um, 
this this one you know it's it's funny because like a lot of agents still don't know how to deal with us like you know i tell them hey you know i like this place i want to do corporate rental and they're like uh, explain that to me kind of thing uh you know that sounds pretty interesting you know i have other clients that are looking for places too maybe you can help them out and that's great but then they send me <laughs> the other day they sent me some lady who called me hey is this steve i'm like yeah, yeah. How can I help you? It's like, yeah, yeah. So you find people places, right? I was like, yeah, I mean, I help you find, you know, place. Okay. Well, I'm having my house. I'm having a house built, blah, 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 blah. And um, so I need a place for a few months and uh, I wanted this area of Dallas, blah, blah. blah. And, um, and I want to spend 900 a month. I'm like, I'm like, and, but she's wanted to describe, well, before she even said the 900, she's like, yeah, I want, you know, I want, she's talking about all the amenities, washer, dryer, uh, blah 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 and she said i want a garage for my car and went on and on and i was like okay okay she's like yeah, i want to pay 900 a month and i was like oh you well maybe do you want to look for like um it's funny because i said maybe you could get a shared you know rent a room out of a house for that maybe she's like oh hell no <laughs> she's like got mad at me for even she's like i'm 50 years old i'm done with roommates i ain't doing that and i'm like okay but she's like well how much do your room units cost and i was like Oh, they're closer to the the two thousand range. Oh, well, that's that's too much. She goes, I, I'm looking for nine hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm like, what yeah. is she? Is she nineteen eighty five or something? What the fuck? <laughs> See, I don't even waste my time with them calls. See, that's why I say, and I'm happy you brought that up because that's why I tell people that's the reason why branding so important. I just be like, look, nine hundred is probably in our price range, but here's our website. Here's what you can choose. Now, here's the f- funny part. The branding part is. Her saying the 900, she might have booked the 2000 if she's seen that it was a brand. That's what I've been learning with travel nurses. They started with, they do the negotiation thing. If they think you're one dude coming with the, hey man, here's my place. But if they like, no, we're a legit company. This is what we do. We're a business. That's why they're willing to pay more. Why do you think these Homewood Suites pay these, get these huge contracts? They're paying them 3000 a month. The place got rats and roaches and they're paying it. It's because mm. it's a brand. It's a, it's a brand. It's a, you know what I mean? They have this. Once you brand yourself, you can go start paying people. Hey, no, I, I, I charge 2,800. Then they'll pay it. That's interesting. Yeah. Once they see it and it's all pretty and shiny, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah. The, they need something. Know. They need a, they need a logo. They need to see you're legitimate. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah, huh. Get that Google voice number and they'll get a Google voice number where they have to say their name to get to somebody. Man, it makes a difference. Start looking at you. You have to make yourself a company and look like a company. They'll pay more. I haven't had any issues. That's what I was thinking. And check this out. This is the best part. Have you noticed those unmatched leads and sometimes they want a real cheap place on Furnished Mm -hmm. Finder? Mm -hmm. Most people don't don't target them. I do. I'll target them and send them my website. They'll come back. Hey, hey, I I like this place. One lady, she calls. Your places are really nice in Arkansas. Is your three-bedroom available? She wanted, spend, she wanted to spend twelve hundred a month, but she's asking about a place that's two twenty three hundred a month. Oh, did she do it? Uh, it was it was booked. Oh wow! See, it's all about branding and marketing because once they see that, like this is Airbnb's brand, they'll hey, I want to stay with him. He has good reviews. Place is super clean. Uh, you know, they have tentative service. They have good service. That's what they want. Mm-hmm. So when they put in the twelve hundred, they know it's a cheapskate out there who's going to undervalue what he has. You have to provide value. Shout out to Avlin Cavalier on that one. <laughs> he hammers home that value thing, man, all the time. Facts. Um, yeah, that is cool. The furnished finder looking at the, the $1,200 ones. The, they, they want to spend 1200 to 1600 But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I've been targeting them too. I guess um, – and I've, I've, had, I've been having pretty, pretty good luck on furnished finder also. Mm-hmm. people people man all people just complain and complain and complain about furnished finder i'm like i'm doing all right on there <laughs> it's yeah. like they just don't know how to talk to people but speaking of that like i i was telling my brother man because like i was talking to him today and he's always he's like he's always want to do something in business you know he's like, hey, he's like i don't know about rent he goes, i'm a good salesman you know i could pretty much sell anything i don't know but um i don't know what i want to do he goes you know real estate but i, I don't i don't know anything about real estate or this and that. he started naming all this stuff i was like well if you can sell anything then, I mean, you, that's, that's a lot of value right there. Cause I told him about my handyman, how I found him, you know, I researched, um, tile work, Hearst, Texas, and 
he was the first one to pop up and he doesn't have, he don't know anything about SEO. I asked my, I told my brother, you know, you know, SEO, it's Google, you know, Google AdWords and Google and Facebook marketplace, Facebook marketing. And he knows a little bit. I was like, well, well, this old man popped up first. There's no reason he should pop up first when I look up tile, tile work in Hearst, Texas. Right. But these old like niche industries, you know, like fixing tiles or fixing like a windshield repair or stuff like that. I was like, the, the youngsters don't want, to do that shit you know these are all like you know older mom and pop joints or whatever and his his picture the picture that came up on google was his house that was it came up with his house i called two other dudes because like oh, i don't know about that i saw two other dudes that actually had a little whatever logo or something and they didn't answer their phone it didn't, it didn't even go to voicemail mailbox was full they didn't have no one answering the phone it was just a cell phone you know and this i called him because he's the only one that answered the phone i was like if you just knew a little bit about Google, you know, how to do some analytics and do some um, SEO. And if you actually you paid a VA four hours an hour to answer your phone for you, you'd get more business than you know what to do with. You know, that would be your next problem because you'd be number one on Google in like a week. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's, it's like so many businesses out there that are like that, that don't, that don't know how to, how to utilize that stuff and to be number one. Cause then, People, what do they do? They go to Google and they look for the first one that pops up and then they call them. And if the first three or four people don't answer the phone, the number five is going to get the business, right? Yeah. So (laughs) if he's a salesman and he can sell anything, why isn't he picking up the arbitrage units for you? I I thought about that. I thought about that, but I don't know if I want to work with my brother. (laughs) I don't know. Tell him to get his real estate license. He can sell anything. (laughs) Speaking of that, I'm getting mine on the 19th. Oh, I'm starting. No shit. EXP? Uh, yeah. I think I'm going to go ahead and go with EXP. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do it, man. I'm uh, on the 19th, huh? I was thinking, I listened, you know, yeah. I listened to that episode with, um, what's her name? Um, Amanda. Amanda. I listened to that one today. While I worked today, I had it on my headphones. And I was like, man, I, I should get my freaking real estate license. Yeah, I'm going to get my license. So so how, how, do, how are you going to do it? Are you taking classes or what? No, I'm, I'm doing the, uh, you know, I have all the books because Mahogany went to real estate school. I got every single book. I just got to go through those, read them. It cost me 380 bucks because I we already have all the material. So I'm going to go ahead. I was like, look, man, I'm going to just go ahead. After I read this, finish this next book, I'm going to just go hard on my real estate. And I'm going to go nice. study, see if I can get it, get my license. And my goal is I'm going to market myself as an Airbnb realtor through mm. DFW. <laughs> and I'm like, I got the credentials to show you. I know what I'm doing. If you want a house, I'll, I'll be the Airbnb realtor. And then my goal is to get people up under me because I understood when, she, when Amanda sent me that business model, I understood it to the T because I have a friend who's in a similar business, network marketing. And that is the business that um, Robert Kiyosaki is big on. He's like, you got to learn how to network market because that's what money is. You know, you can start making money in your sleep. So like pyramid schemes, no <laughs> network marketing, network oh, okay. marketing is, they get, if they sell a house, you get paid. They sell a house, get 10 people up under you, you getting paid like that. And then they have 10 people under them. Dude, yeah. that's where the money is. So yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm about to start getting it in. So yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and get my real estate license. Congratulations, man. Yes, sir, man. So, so how, how long do you think it'll take you? Uh, hopefully, possibly two, three months, if that. But if I can just really get down, get to the nitty gritty. You know, and the thing, I already talked to a few people at EXP. They told me what to do to be successful. Um, so I just got to really run through it, learn it, um, and go hard. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. I was listening to that same episode, man. I was like, man, yeah. that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, she inspired like shit out of me. I was like, damn, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> and we mentioned why our, you know, our early real estate mentor was kind of trying to steer us away from that, becoming agents, because... Mm-hmm. You know, it just, uh, some people just want to, you know. He was right though for me. For yeah. me, in my case, he was right because I hadn't separated myself from my business. That's the only reason I'm doing it is because my business is now a separate entity. We're 100% separate. So right, right, right. just now starting off, I tell people, eh, kind of be careful, you know. You know, because a lot of people, business structure ain't there. They don't have business structure. If you don't have that, yeah, you can get in trouble out here. <laughs> man, man. Yeah. That's cool, man. Um. Yeah, gonna be an agent. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely. And I was like, man, I could network so much if I had my license and get under a good broker. Man, 
I mean, picking up deals left and right, man. I was like, I can pick up arbitrage deals, sell houses. I was like, man, it's just like Julie too. Julie was like, I have multiple ways to make money off one property. I can sell it to you. I can rent it from you. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. it's perfect. Oh. And that's, and the, her big thing is, you know, people trust her because she's a real estate agent and people from out of town, they're going to buy, she'll put them in one of her rentals while they're looking for a house. There you go. <laughs> there you go. One of her arbitrages. Straight up. Well, she, well, she don't even arbitrage. Remember, she manages. Straight management. I was like, that is genius. So, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought on the show she rented a spot for $1,500 and, and then rented it back out for 3500 Did she? That's what she was saying on the show. Yeah. Oh, I know she did. So, yeah, but she, she has a guy that manages them for her because she lives. She's yeah. off in Cabo or something like that. So. No, 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 no. I said Julie, not Amanda. Oh, Julie. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah Julie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I switched from Amanda to Julie. Yeah, yeah. yeah but Julie. Amanda too. Yeah, you, you're. They both got their real estate license. So. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and make the move, man. That might push me to the next level. Will, will push me to the next level. Sweet. But, hey. Federico is coming to town from Buenos Aires. That's what's up, man. We gotta all yeah. link up and do something, man. We gotta link up. Get him on a get him on a podcast, man. He's got some good stories. He's been staying yes, in Airbnbs for years. And oh. now he's now he's managing the Airbnbs from from Buenos Aires. So good idea, man. We gotta get him on. And by the way, if you want to get more real estate deals, even more arbitrages, man, get a good broker on your team. If you're friends with a broker, you're gonna get all types of deals. I've been getting deals left and right because I, I I made friends with a broker. So that's the way uh, to go. Okay. Yeah. Get a How do you find a broker? Uh, Google. <laughs> uh, luckily, <laughs> I got I, I found mine through networking. Um, so I, I found a broker through networking and it was, and it's been, I get access, been getting access to the foreclosure list, the VA foreclosure list. The VA foreclosure list is dope because they'll accept a bank loan. So you can go put down 5% on a un, five, 20, even 20% on something that's undervalued, mm. you know, and it'd be a good play for you. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, bro. So, so what properties you, you're working on right now? You got a few in the works. Yeah. I found a property. I, I hit you up early about a swimming pool because I, there's a property, three bed, two bath, about 1400 square feet with a swimming pool in the back. And I was like, dang, that'd be nice. And I'm like, man, I wonder about the only question was about the liability. So my thought process was to be to immediately put it under my L under LLC or just rent the property directly to my already to my LLC right now and just work it that way. And that's why I hit you up about waivers. You know, I'm like, did you have people sign waivers or, you know, or, you know, I'll see in your protection on it. Cause I, I need to hit up some people with pools, see what they're doing. Hmm. Then I got a few more I'm looking at too. You might try that. What was that? It's like pool, uh, Airbnb for swimming pools, renting out your swimming pool. Remember that that one? I, I sent you a link to that a while back. I wanted to get the CEO mm-hmm. on there where people with houses can rent out their swimming pools, mm-hmm. you know, 60 bucks an hour, 100 bucks an hour, whatever they want to rent them out for. I'm sh- yeah, I guess something like that. But this is a, specifically for renting out your swimming pool. I forgot what it's called, something aqua bnb or some some shit like that mm. but uh, I'll, f- I'll find it out for you and um but i'm sure if you if you talk to them about it and you, you, they'll, they'll know exactly which waivers you yeah. need and stuff like that you know which protections insurance mm. if you need a specific type of insurance i don't know it is a yeah you're right it is a risk look i mean i guess i know a drowning can happen anywhere but luckily my, my pool is like is like I don't know, three and a half, four foot all the way around. It doesn't have that giant deep end kind of thing mm-hmm. where people be diving. Yeah. Yeah. Because our thing was kids and everything else. I was like, man, I need the pros and cons because my thought process would be, because I know the first way to protect yourself, I'd be an LLC. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. I was like, you, you rented your house before, right? Um, yeah. House with I, on Airbnb. On Airbnb. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're, <laughs> it's funny because Lydia I'm sorry. I just you can uh, cool whatever. Uh, a, a renter of mine at one of my places is is saying that um the power went out you know in Arlington and she's asking me about it and I don't know. She said I thought all those power outages were gone. So and then my uh, my tile guy plumber guy hit me up right now right you know these two things you know but whatever <laughs> it's, just, it's just that's just part of the business right we get hit up all the time by things. Speaking and, um, of uh, Arlington, the house next door is for sale. Pretty cheap too. How, what's pretty cheap? Dude's talking about. I, I think this dude's a new realtor. He's talking about listing this place for two thirty, four beds, two and a half, four beds, two and a half baths, 
2,100 square feet. I said, what? And he goes, uh, are you wanting to buy it? Or do you know someone? I'm like, yeah, I know someone. And I'm like, I'm the next door neighbor. He's like, oh yeah, I'll show it to you as soon as we're done. And I'm like, she was like, we're going to paint next week. And uh, we'll probably list that between 230 and 250. And I'm like, 230 and 250, man, these houses are going for like 270 over here, but okay. <laughs> you going to buy it? <laughs> if I don't, I'm going to see if I can get somebody to buy it. But I'm like, I'm like, the hell? Okay. But, you know, um, I'm pretty sure it'll get bought up pretty quick by one of these Californians, but I'm like, 230 for this? So, mm. well, hopefully yeah. it goes for more because then your value will go up, right? Yeah, but the only thing, my house has like 700 more square feet. So I'm a little mm. bit different off this dude's comps. So I'm like, good. But it, it would, though, because the price per square foot being sold would go up for sure. Cool, cool, cool. But yeah, man, it's uh, but yeah, it's been a been a rough couple of weeks with the power outage and everything. Yeah, uh, busted pipes. Everything's starting to come back around to normal. I'm uh, working on a bunch of deals. So, you didn't get an email from from Airbnb, did you? About this is how the email I got today started. Hey, hey, Stephen, send us your send us your stories, your Airbnb journey, your stories, whatever, because. Right now, the city of Dallas is talking about um, Airbnb regulations. So we want to be able to show them stories of people that are Airbnb, you know, successfully. And, and, and yeah, just. You know uh, what, though? Um, you made a good point, and it's starting to come true. You said with Airbnb going public, they now have to protect their ass. So they got to start working with these cities. It's three cities now. That's the Dallas is the third that I know Airbnb is starting to work with. Because of regulations, like I know Big Bear Lake, Airbnb sent me a message about them in San Diego. You know, San Diego just banned like 70% of their rentals. <laughs> so, yeah, 70% of their short-term rentals, gone. 70%. <laughs> gone. Like the, the city council voted on it. Um, so, but Airbnb like sent me messages, hey, come RSVP to the event. We know you have rentals here. So I RSVP'd to it and the city voted like, you know, we're getting rid of it. This whole, they start regulating it. So yeah, Airbnb is definitely on the front. They are definitely pushing for that. Now I didn't know Dallas was pushing for regulations. And I, and I think this kind of goes back to what me and Jeff Illoween were talking about on clubhouse. I don't really worry about it too much if it's in a market that I am arbitraging in, but if it's a market I'm buying in, I want to be careful. Mm, mm. yeah so have they said anything about what they're they're implementing or what no nah, it was just a vague message like that you know because they're talking about doing regulations and please send us your stories so oh power's back on <laughs> <laughs> and so um i mean i you know it's gonna happen i mean it's that's the risk that's why that's why i kind of i like the um corporate corporate uh, rental mm -hmm. first model because even in the most most banned cities, even in freaking Arlington, I can have a thirty day plus rental. I can have a corporate rental there, yeah. you know, because it doesn't it doesn't violate. Now they might say something stupid. Whoa, it was on Airbnb, and that's a short term rental site. You know that they, they were doing that to people. Mm -hmm. Even if you say thirty days only, and your calendar is only you know allows thirty day rentals, they, they can still be stupid like that. But. Any pretty much anywhere. I mean, it's always it's, still, it's always been the law of the land. If you rent thirty days or more, it's yeah. it's a long term rental. Mm -hmm. You know, hotels are the only things that back in the day that could do um, you know under thirty days. That's just how the, that's just how the laws are written, right? Mm -hmm. Airbnb changed the game, and then now cities are catching up. So I, I would always yeah, that's how I that's why I like having the the corporate rental mindset first. Airbnb, if we have to, to fill in the gaps, you know, but even if that dries up, we'll still are, we're built to be the best corporate rental experience that we could possibly be. And, and, and we're going to target to travel nurses heavy and, um, and court, you know, people that are traveling a lot of people. And I've just been hearing it more and more. Cause like, like 40, what does it say? Um, 40% of jobs and, or, or even tech jobs in this, in this country went, went fully like where the uh, people could work from home at least 40 percent and before that the number was like under 10 percent but now it's over 40 percent that's a lot of people so really that tells you travel nurses you might be just picking the low fruit from the tree that's what i'm saying you know are going higher up so yeah, people are going to travel be... nurses 
I'll just tell you this. A company mailed me a $10,000 check to, to house their employee. Whoo. I'll just say, travel nurses are the low-hanging fruit. You need to get with these companies, bro. got to get with the companies. You got to get with, like, these companies that know who you are. I found them. I think I found them off of Google. I was running Google Ads. Nice. How many, how many months rental is that? I think he's at it for three months. Three months? Paid three, four months. He paid it all up front. I was like, what the hell? Wow. At first, I thought it was a scam. I'm like, y'all do it. It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> So I looked them up. They gave them their DMB. They were a couple million dollar company. I'm like, oh, they'll pay it. And they paid it. And so, you, you yeah, you got to definitely go for the different. You got to change it up on who you're, who you're traveling. Travel nurse is just easy to get in touch with. Right, right, you know? right. But the other people, once they know who you are, that's where it is. That's where it is. Nice. That's see, yeah, that's that's the thing that we want. Travel nurses and corporate and corporate renters. And so, um, and of course, yeah, like you say, get with the insurance agencies and get you know. It, it's just it's just such a and what's cool about it, that kind of model, it's just such a segment um what do they call it? What did I say? Segmented it's kind of like an up in the air kind of deal, right? And it's not it's not like okay, everybody and their mom knows what the freak Airbnb is, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody can go on two clicks on their phone and, and start up an Airbnb, which is a, what a lot of people are doing. And, you know, we, we see thousands, hundreds of thousands on like Clubhouse and, you know, Instagram, Facebook pages everywhere of all these newbies, you know, asking about, you know, how to do this, how to do that, you know, asking the basic questions. That means a lot of people are getting in it. Mm-hmm. So why compete with the, they say like a race to the bottom. They're going to get in, they're going to freak out. They can't make the first month's rent. So they're going to jack, knock the prices all the way down to like 40, 50 bucks a night. You know, they're going to undercut everybody. All these people have been doing Airbnb for a while. So why compete against that? Why not, you know, play in a different game where there's not a lot of players playing, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that, yeah. So you're not competing. You're competing against yourself. You're competing in a select group of other people in a fragmented you know, in a fragmented marketplace because you got Furnish Finder and their web- website is shit. But, you know, it gets the job done. And then you got uh, Chubbo, <laughs> corporate housing <laughs> by owner, I guess. I've never tried them. You've tried them before. Yeah, but- yeah I, I, I had when I first got into it, I was on them. And I got a couple of hits, actually. I need to get back on it. Uh, yeah. My thing is right now is trying to expand my footprint, be on everywhere. Like I'm on Copa, CHBO, uh, Furnish Finder nurses bnb i'm on all of them right mm-hmm. um uh, nest pick just hit me up they want to list my places on there um it's about really just seo is important because then you'll get other people reaching out to you to list your places that's what happened with nest pick they hit me up and they're a, they're a corporate housing company as well and they're they're big over in the uk but they're trying to get expand their reach to the u.s mm-hmm. um so that that's really where it is just trying to expand my footprint and well who who knows about me? I think Alvin Johnson touched on a big thing. He said, um, I think he said Grant Cardone told him the reason why you're not going fast as you want is because nobody knows you. Mm. You got to get out there and get, get to be known, you know? So that, that's really mm. one of my big things. That's why I'm real big on the ads right now and branding marketing, you know? Nice. Nice. Cause I do want to be the corporate housing people in the central Arkansas area. Like if they want corporate housing, they're coming to me. So that's what I'm working on. Yeah, um, Federico just talked about he's he he started up this um I don't know if it's a six week course or six month three month course something like that it's a SEO course online that you could take really yeah he's he's jumping in he's taking it every day doing all the modules and all this stuff I think it's free but you have to you have to keep completing all these things so he's he's heavy he's, he wants to learn that big time you know to get out the yeah. SEO and branding marketing all that stuff so. Sure. That's great. He's a smart dude. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to definitely open, open that mind up to that branding and marketing, man. That, that opens you up because, man, I, just one connection just got me in the database with just houses on top of houses, you know, so. Yeah. One connection. Here, here's a thought, too. Um, what do you think about this scenario? Like, as far as, like, because, uh, you know, a lot of those furnished finder, a lot of those nurses on furnished finder come in, they, they don't want to spend too much money, right? Now, so whenever they're looking, they put their criteria, 1,200 to 1,600, you don't pop up. So they're, when they're on, their, on their search, when they're searching for places, you still, even if they, if they mm-hmm. narrow their filters down, you'll still pop up. 
you got to kind of take Furnish Finder for what it is. Furnish Finder is just a lead generation, right? Right. So right. your goal isn't for them, you to pop up for them. You need to, they need to pop up for you. Yeah. I, yeah. I understand that part. I'm just saying like if, if someone's just casually searching and stuff and they, they see something, maybe the 2000, $2,000 a month, you know, it's not going to pop up, but another one for 1600 will, and they'll grab that one. That's what I'm just saying. If that, if that's how it works when they're searching, they can fit their filters to up to 1600 bucks. We're, they're not going to see us yet. Yes, we can go in there every day and search and then find them and then send them messages or whatever. But um, that's why I, I like how they do the unmatched search thing. I wish Airbnb would do something like that. But anyways, um, here, here's my scenario. Would would you consider putting a putting a house on or house or a, a con, apartment condo whatever for sixteen hundred? dollars a month just so you'll be able to pop up on all those 12 to 1600 people but they have to pay the utilities and they have to pay a pet fee and you just you just kind of add all these add-ons but you know how people are you know people they just see a they see a car for ten thousand and think they're getting a car for ten thousand even but after all the add-ons they're really paying like 16 or 20 you know what i'm saying i'm just thinking is it worth it to do that or just to keep it a straight two thousand and then um in charge all, people and then nickel all, and dime them <laughs> pretty much I, is that is it worth it or, or yeah that's that's just i what think I'm the at. question is would you put a place up for 1600 and then add extra fees. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Would that be more effective because of visibility on Airbnb? Maybe because furnish finder don't really work. Furnish finder more or less on the other end, but like on Airbnb. Yeah. You could do that. Cause I, I know, I, I notice, I notice yeah. guests do that. Hosts do that. Nickel and dime people. Right, 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 right. I, I kind of do it. On <laughs> Go ahead. It's not nickel. I mean, to me, it's not, it's just hey, man. I mean, either I'm gonna pay it and you don't have to worry about nothing for two grand, or you're gonna pay it and you get the place for sixteen hundred. You know, it's it's the same thing. But people in their mind think, oh, I got a place. Correct. They're gonna tell their friends, I got a place for sixteen hundred. It's badass. Yeah, well, you gotta pay electricity, you gotta pay internet, you gotta pay water, you gotta pay a freaking mm-hmm. dog fee, you gotta pay, you know, a brush your teeth fee. See, see well, now now this is the other side of that. Most people who are well, okay, this is how I say you can get you can get away with that. Maybe if you're not talking to like, a, I don't think it would work on a travel nurse because I think most travel nurses know I ain't paying utilities. But if you get like maybe like a company who, th- that company that I'm working with, they might've been up for that. I don't know. They might've been like, oh, I'll pay the utilities, you know? So, mm. but I know a lot of them are just looking for a flat fee though. Okay. Cause I know, I know, and this is what's cool about, you know, how when I search things on Zillow, mm-hmm. because I know that a lot of these places that are, priced anywhere over 1200 a month right now because a lot of apartments you can get into like you know for a thousand to 1200 maybe to 1300 a lot of them priced over 1200 1300 but they put on their oh yeah we're including utilities they don't show up on people's radars because people go on zillow and they put their filters and none of those houses those condos or apartments that are over that 1200 dollars mark or 1300 that they put are going to show up so they sit those those ones priced just over those marks sit there for a long time. Yeah. Even they, though it's a better deal for them. Yeah. Even though it's a better deal for these people because they're getting everything paid for and perhaps furnished too. So I'm I'm being able to grab these for, for a decent price. You know, now, fully you, furnished all bills paid. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. So you're you're grabbing I'm grabbing those because people don't see them. Because mm. of the filters. You know, and that was my argument. With, that was my question with the uh, furnish finder. Would it be worth it to put my places at sixteen hundred yeah. bucks? But boom, 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 you got to pay all this stuff. Zillow would probably, yeah, Zillow would have been a better example because that's a perfect example. Yeah. Uh, Zillow, because yeah. you just put a perfectly rented, fully rented place, underprice it, and then have in the description, hey, you got a pet fee, you got the utilities, bills. That could work. Yeah, yeah. Because then you're just making money. You're, you're taking your, uh, you're technically taking your, your, your profit margin off the base rent. Right, if they're paying right. everything else, yeah. I would definitely now, now doing that on Zillow and Facebook Marketplace. That might be your play. Mm. That would be your play. Facebook Marketplace too. Yeah, you're right about that. Honestly, get on that. Turbo Tenant. Is that better, Turbo Tenant? Turbo Tenant, Turbo Tenant listed everywhere. Facebook, uh, Craigslist, uh, Zillow, Realtor, Turbo Tenant, and Cozy Man. They 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 syndicate your listing everywhere. 
Yeah, I know Cozy does that too, right? Yeah, they're called listing syndications where they list your place everywhere. Cozy and TurboTenant. And TurboTenant, they'll create, create you a link that you can just post on um, on Craigslist. And I remember you saying this to uh, Ethan Cook a while back. He goes, you said, uh, if you go on Craigslist, you got to kind of be careful. He goes, some people have rinky-dink listings and some people have these really, really extravagant listings where only certain people will click on it. That's what you can do with TurboTenant. You can create this really, really nice list and they'll create it for you. You just paste it in. Nice. All the pictures and everything pop up. Yeah. <laughs> now, cool. yeah. See, like a place like a uh, – see, I think Zillow, that would work. That, that strategy would work perfectly on Zillow. Mm-hmm. You know, if you undercut it, then they pay – see, and a lot of people on Zillow are already looking to pay utilities. Exactly. See, that's, that, I think Zillow is your perfect – your friend on that one. Because they, they don't give a damn. That's what they're looking for anyway. They just want a place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Huh. Yeah. Good, good talking, man. Good, good chat today. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I definitely think I'd, I'd, that'd be the play on Zillow, man. <laughs> yeah. Screw Encore. How's was the <laughs> text message from Encore. Your power might be out. Oh, God. Oh, um, uh, who was the one that screwed us all in Texas? Just um, They kept talking about that. Um, who runs the power grids here? The oh, ERCOT. <laughs> yeah that's gonna be ugly <laughs> but texas is coming back you know we can't survive the the cold too much but we're coming back COVID's going away i've been saying this for a while the news is finally admitting it even though they don't want to admit that COVID's going away they're finally saying yeah cases are way down hospitalizations are way down but our governor said that's good enough for me let's just end this um this COVID bullshit and so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> someone put some Oh man, it was funny because I, I was like, you know, I follow um, South Padre Island, whatever. On um... let me jump into this real quick. I just mentioned what? South Padre Island. Elon Musk sent out a, a tweet today. Elon Musk, you know, he he's a he's a Texan now. He lives in Austin, mm-hmm. and he and his SpaceX is down there in Boca Chica Beach, which is right next to South Padre Island. You know, you can see it from there, and and he's doing his launches there now. Well, he just announced today he's building a new city in texas it's going to be called starbase texas hmm. what's that and i'm pretty sure and that's all his tweet said but i'm pretty sure he's going to take over that boca chica you know area which is a little mm-hmm. bitty town right there where his he's launching his shuttles that and um i think he's going to turn that into like a i don't know a freaking uh a NASA type city or some shit, man. <laughs> SpaceX city. He's going to call it, he's going to actually name it Starbase, Texas. Really? So, hmm. yeah. So that's a big. Trying um, to grab an Airbnb down there. Because, <laughs> hey, if, if Elon says it, it goes through the roof. Look at Doggy Coin. You know? So, I mean, hey, you know, he's manipulating markets with tweets. <laughs> and uh, the Congress, Senate, whatever, they passed the, uh, the new stimulus bill. So, they're going to print. Two, a couple trillion more dollars out of thin air. Inflation is going to go crazy, but hey, we're going to get some stimmies, right? Crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> crazy. It's a fun world we live in. Crazy. Grass, gas is already going, going up, so everything's, you know, it's going to go up. Definitely. But yeah, man, this has been a good one. We uh getting it in. Houston's doing good. Dallas is doing good, man. I, I like your new model. That's what's up. Got to definitely tap in on that. So, uh, yeah, I'll be sending off some deals once I get this license. So, let you know how it goes. Man, you're inspiring me now. I'm going to look into it, too. I'm going to look into it. Because you did say if I got it, you'd get it. So, now nah, if you do it, I got to do it. Shit. Think about it. You get your license, everything becomes easier. You can network, you know, access to the MLS. You pay for it, but... We got Airbnb that'll cover that cost, you know. So, we so you, it, yeah, you're going to use it in a particular way because you ain't going to be, you're not going to be about driving people around, all spend your whole weekend driving people around to houses that ain't going to buy them in any ways. You're going to do that? Yeah. You're going to waste your weekends? <laughs> waste your weekends? You got to think about it in the long term investment standpoint. If I'm driving around to houses that I know are for sale and I network with people and I also do Airbnb, Hey, you want an Airbnb house? This last guy didn't buy it, but it's for sale and I can manage it for you. Got to look at the opportunities. What does Julie always say? Got to take your blinders off. (laughs) Love it. You got to take your blinders off. 
Julie's bad to the bone. Yes, sir. All right. Where can folks find us? Find us at liveletthrive.com. You can email us at liveletthrive at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram. We ain't been posting much, but uh, we will be back onto that. Um, By the way, I don't know if this episode is going to be out. It's not going to probably be out, but tomorrow I am going to be on a clubhouse. I ain't been on in a minute. I've been on a hiatus, but I'm going to be on there with TJ, and he is bringing our guy Sean Rakizic to the stage. So we are going to be on that stage. LLT will be there and other heavy hitters, so y'all got to tune into that. I heard about that. Um, I heard about that, yeah. Yes, sir. So I'll definitely be on stage for that one, and uh, I'll be putting on a show for LLT. Yes, sir. And we are out. Later. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.